0: What's up, guys? I'm Sky.
1: And I'm Kamisha.
0: Welcome to Multiversatility University. And you. Thank you for joining
1: us for another episode of Multiversatility University. Today, we invite Asia Bowen to the mic. Currently, Asia serves as a director of Diversity, Equity, Inclusion and Justice at an independent school in the Cleveland, Ohio area. In this role, she works to create a culture of diversity and inclusion by spearheading the creation of several professional development sessions for faculty and staff, as well as year-long and monthly cultural educational programming and celebrations for students and families. In this role, she also is growing the structure of affinity group models and works with teachers across their networks of schools in developing strategies for culturally responsive teaching. Prior to this, she worked as both a DEI coordinator, dyslexia specialist, and educator in Indianapolis, Indiana. Asia graduated Phi Beta Kappa from Howard University, HU, with a (laughs) BA in English and Urban Secondary Education. She also holds a MS Ed, from the University of Pennsylvania. She was named a Gates Millennium Scholar as well as a Coca-Cola Scholar in 2012 and a Kennedy King Speak Truth to Power Human Rights Fellow in 2019. Additionally, she was a research and development team member at the Multino Institute for Language and Literacy in South Africa early in her career. Welcome, Asia. Yay. Welcome. Thank you, God. <laughs> I
0: appreciate it. For sure.
1: So today you were telling me that you really wanted to talk about loving yourself through leadership.
2: Yeah. So what
1: does that mean to you?
2: Firstly, I just wanted to shout, shout out both of you and Scott, Sky and Kamichi, who are... Um, just so graciously offering the space, I really appreciate it because it's really important for us to gather together. So I just wanted to make sh- to make sure I, you know, I called that out for you all. Thank you so much for having me. I think um, I've been thinking a lot about what it means to be a leader, um, specifically a leader of color, even more specifically a leader of color who is a woman, um, and how to properly lead, man, and how. In our culture, um, I mean, leadership is service, right? You're a servant. Mm-hmm. You're somebody who puts the needs of everyone else before yourself. And um, oftentimes that is to the detriment of the leader. It's, it's a great thing to put other people's needs before yourself. But if your cup is not filled, then how can you properly fill the cups up of other people?
0: That's good.
2: And so, yeah, I... I I'm in in this new role as, as a leader, um, specifically doing some some difficult work and having some difficult conversations with folks who are not used to um, sometimes talking through things. It takes a lot out of you some days. Um, and I really have had to think critically about Asia. What are you doing to fill your cup, sis? How are you? How are you helping yourself? Because you're empty. You're on E. Um, so that's kind of like the, the context of that, right? And then, you know, in the media right now, there are so many p- people, specifically Black women, which I think is very interesting, um, who are calling out, like, these issues about how their are leaders in their spaces. I'm thinking specifically of, like, Naomi Osaka, um, who's, like, an a excellent tennis player, and then uh, Simone Biles, who is one of the greatest gymnasts of all time? Um, who have put themselves and loved themselves in their leadership positions, and it's caused some controversy, but also it's caused like some really great conversation about this very thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, so we are all women of color in this space, um, and I just I think that it's it's a conversation worth having. In whatever field you're 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 in how to how to really love yourself in order to properly lead, so
1: yeah, I'm grateful we're having this conversation because I found myself this week really questioning my capacity mm-hmm. um and particularly like you said, as a woman of color working in a predominantly white space um my my primary job by function, what I'm getting paid for is to be a classroom teacher. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I offer my services to facilitate affinity groups for students of color in first and second grade, because I believe that work is important. And then also this year, I was offered the opportunity to do some DEIJ um, lower school committee work. Mm-hmm. However, this week, I found myself in this tension space of, it's not about whether or not I can do all the things. I don't think it's sustainable and I don't think it's mm-hmm. a wise choice. Yeah. And so being faced with that decision early on, as opposed to kind of, you know, looking back in October or even January <laughs> and trying to, mm-hmm. you know, what did I get myself into? So particularly when I hear you, and I think this is a message like you said for us what are you you know what solutions or strategies have you come up with because I really am um facing the potential that I'm just I'm gonna have to let some things go potentially to the detriment of students Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah Yeah, that's a great question I
2: think I'm still figuring it out, right, Kamisha? I'm still, I'm still figuring it out. There are some days where I am at work until six thirty, mm. and um, right, exactly. That <laughs> is not <laughs> through leadership. But then there, are, there are some other days where I'm out right when, right when the time is that we can be out. And I think strategy number one is giving myself grace. Mm. To That's un- good learn and relearn what is healthy for me uh yeah and so not not seeing myself as you know a failure for not being able to like cut it off or for taking on too much um but just being like it's okay like it's okay today today you just you, you missed the mark and that's all right girl just try again tomorrow um so that's number one i think number two uh is finding places to plug in um that I know I can be filled and that i and that I can um commit to as well that are filling
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know for me it's been through friendships i'm I'm new to this area also i'm I moved to the Cleveland area for my job and so I knew no one so mm-hmm. as you can imagine, it is very easy for me to not uh put my mental health and, and my who I am, my loving myself first because it's like work, work, work. But I've tried to be more intentional about reaching out to folks, um, hanging out, going places, um, going to baseball games, going to the bar when I want to, <laughs> like just doing little things to like feel me. And so I I encourage for folks who are struggling in this area like maybe find find one thing that you can say on on this day during the week like i'm gonna leave and i'm and this is i'm gonna gonna leave work and this is what i'm gonna do to fill myself today because i need it start there start small and then kind of work your way up i guess
0: yeah that's a good point i um too am uh learning i don't want to say struggling because i am struggling however i'm going to (laughs) reframe it and say that i am learning (laughs) in this area also i am um a part of team do the most too so i got you know a regular daytime job but i also have seven other like side jobs and so (laughs) um you know in addition to just um I like to stay busy I don't know my therapist she said it ain't good all the time but you know Mm whatevs but I I do enjoy staying busy but I also understand or I'm coming into the understanding of um, doing things that fill you and it's so interesting that you use that exact terminology because uh, my therapist has also used it saying like hey um, you know, you do so much to fill others mm-hmm. but it's really hard for you to continue to pour from an empty cup. And mm-hmm. so um, just doing things yeah. intentionally that fill me um, sometimes I find it hard because it's like, well, I have all these deadlines and all these things. Where <laughs> do I fit in the yeah. time to refill? But then at the same time I'm like dragging because I haven't refilled. It's it's a yeah. weird space to be in. So now I... Um, I appreciate you framing it in that way. I think that's that's just confirmation for me. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I and I'm
2: I'm I've also like um, I I've been thinking about like how does this connect to to like our mothers and our, mm. our our ancestors, right? Like is this something that we just do? Like this is not this is not something that's just we just welcome and are like, I'm gonna do this. This is learned behavior. This is like a part mm-hmm. of so, uh, uh, something that's bigger than us. And I have been thinking a lot about enslavement. Sorry, mm. I just got real deep, but i no, That's what we love to do. Yes, go, go. go. Okay. go. And be, when I'm thinking about like, man, I, I'm an Af- I identify as African American or Black American, and I know like. My ancestry does not start with enslavement. Let's make that clear. It starts with, you know, the continent. But also that is a large part of um, my history. And I think about, like, my great-great-great-great-grandmother or grandfather and just day after day after day, giving, giving, and being told if you take a break, you're wrong for doing that. Being told mm. if you, you want something for yourself, for it from the person who is your leader is is taboo you can be like actually you can be punished for it I mean they were people were killed for that and so I'm like man Asia is this a part of like this trauma is it it is passed on generation after generation that's there's research about that right and is this idea of you gotta give you gotta give you gotta give and asking for help or or being like, no, I'm going to stop. Is that something that like I've inherited from something that was hundreds of years ago, over 250 years ago?
1: Yeah. I was going to say not just post-traumatic stress disorder, but you make a good point when I even just think about my mom Mm -hmm. and all of the things she did. And I don't have a husband and children and I don't even, I can't imagine how she was navigating that. Because I'm like, I could barely handle myself. Yeah. So I'm not sure how she was making sure that people were fed, clothed, bathed, Loved. working a job, garden, doing stuff she enjoyed, like gardening, spending time with her friends. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know what I'm eating for dinner? Yeah. You know what I had for dinner the other night? Popcorn and champagne. That's (laughs) my I was like, you know
0: what? My kind of shabby. What we're having tonight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, I too think about my own mother and um, while she didn't uh, my mother wasn't married when I was growing up, it was just me and her but like she had to figure out like how to coordinate her work schedule around a child and my mother was not like, um, she encouraged me to do all the things that I wanted to attempt, try, whatever. So my mama was at basketball games. She was at practices. She would get up a Saturday morning, take me just all Mm -hmm. the things, right? Mm -hmm. Like she gave me her best. And I'm just like, how did? when did you rest? Like, when did you like recharge? Like my mother was a fully committed parent. Um, still is like, and I'm grown, grown in a whole different state. (laughs) Um, and it's just like, like, how did you manage like a whole household? How did you do X, Y, and Z? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and still like find time for you. Like, but I agree. Like, it's one of those things where it's almost like innate, like it's passed down Mm -hmm. for us to work, work, work and be a, a, a racehorse. And um, in the words of the old folks, that he work you like a Hebrew slave. And then it's like, you know, well, well, when do you rest? And I think um, this current generation, um, you know what I'm saying? Like our generation included, like we are really um, reclaiming our time in the, or Mm -hmm. attempting to anyway, to um, reclaim our time. And seriously, in this rest revolution is what I like to call it. Like it is so um it's just so important like and we are really um and I think for us like it started with the whole like oh we're gonna go to therapy and we're not and it's not gonna be taboo to talk about like mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. what Absolutely. our therapist saying because <laughs> we trying to we working through these traumas okay like yeah. we're trying to be mentally uh you know what I'm saying healthier and so yeah. I, I think like that whole um thing kind of really um was the the gateway to the Rust Revolution is what I like to call it. But my goodness. But I agree. Like, it's it's kind of one of those things where um, it's kind of, it's been passed down from these generations to work, work, work. And then, of course, you know, we got to work seven times harder to be okay. half as good. Okay. And mm-hmm. <laughs> well, to appear half as good. And so, yeah, there's just so many elements that go into that, for sure.
2: Also thinking about... Um... Rest to me, is an act of resistance in communities that have been marginalized traditionally, because like my uh, the, my counterparts who may not have grown up in the same sort of situation at a single parent home or low- income family or in black or, who, is, who are black or brown people who may not identify in those ways, one or all of them, et cetera, they may not like we, we have different experiences with what it means to lead period like what it means to lead like sky you talking about your mom was everything for everything for you Mm -hmm. that type of leadership is very different than a mother who come who who has a partner or who has resources to be able to you know you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. for sure to take and do and things like that and so that also needs to be named that like Or even what leadership is, period, is very different. It's very different. And so the rest that comes alongside that also needs to look different. And the people who are Mm -hmm. in leadership spaces who honor the rest that we are asking and required need to understand that our leadership is different because of our identities.
1: And also, like Mm -hmm. you said, our work is different, right? Our work is different. I feel... I am very, I almost feel like I have to do affinity group because otherwise there's no one else to do it. Yeah. I am the only, you know, I'm like that, I, that's what I'm faced with. And I'm like, there's not even enough people in this organization to hand the baton off. Yeah. And so the expectation, again, it's, it's I love that you brought up slavery is the expectation that I do all the things. Because working in the house and working in the field okay. and working at night and doing, like, that is not my ministry.
0: <laughs> nor do I believe it is
1: what... You know, I'm the hope and the dream of this way. And I I don't think this is it. I don't think what we're doing is it. Sky and I were talking in our return episode. I did not rest this summer. And I didn't realize it until I looked up and it was August. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh... F.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's time
1: to go back to work. Seriously, like it's time to go back to work. I don't know what. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. what sort of. I thought I was resting, or you know, you're like, oh, I can stay up as late as I want, and I don't have to set my alarm, and and you know, if somebody calls, I can go have lunch. When no, I mm-hmm. did not rest, <laughs> and I'm just like, and and I keep, you know, I'm I, I'm loving what you all are saying, and then for me. It's just sustainable. I keep coming back to, yeah, what is sustainable for you? Because yeah. also, you know, y'all are younger. And when I was in my twenties and thirties, I did a lot of the things. You do all the things, right? Yeah. You busy. You got the energy. You got the time. You got the space. My body is like, sweetie, we not twenty five. <laughs> we it. not yeah. like you. This this doing the most you need to, ref- like, we need to revisit mm-hmm. it and reframe that and also not do the most. And speaking of my therapist, I had a really, I was seeing a really wonderful young lady and she encouraged me to, I think it was five spoons. It might've been three because, you know, I'm trying to do the most. But she said, <laughs> just start each day with these spoons and that's all you got. Mm-hmm. And so if you only have, the three or the five spoons, then that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. You have to be able to say, "Nope, I'm sorry." Like yeah. that's all I got today. I can't yeah. do these things. Period. Yeah. And and also like that,
2: I think that we we need to name also that there's not a di- the dichotomy is not rest and leadership is not a dichotomy. Like they should operate with within the same flow of your of your day-to-day right Mm. like good leaders learn how to make time for rest and and refueling period Mm. right and so like how do we change the narrative as you know this next generation of leaders to say like Mm. to say as a good leader you need to get rest how many times have y'all read? Have y'all read or watched things on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever where people are like, "If you want to leave, you can't rest for seven hours. You can't be. You gotta be up when everybody else is asleep.
0: It's the um. It's the um. <laughs> no, I know it, it used to be like the team no sleep movement. Like it was like right. I rest when I die. No, I I need to go to bed. What
2: because... when when actually like. <laughs> there are doctors and mental health professionals who are like, no, 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 actually you need to sleep. Right. And so, and, and you need to rest and you need to take time away from the, from the screen and et cetera, et cetera. And so like, I get it. I get the hustle. I I have 15,000 side hustles too. That's a part of our <laughs> culture. Right. Okay. True. But also, True. but also like, we gotta grow. We have to mature, man. We have to mature and take time <laughs> for rest That's and good. exercise and like therapy and like things of that nature in tandem with our leadership. And I and I know that we will be better for it. We'll be better for it, and the people that we lead will be better for it too.
0: I, I, I it's interesting that you mentioned how the people that we lead will be better because um, oftentimes being a leader um yeah you know you're giving direction or you're providing direction or whatever but you're what you model matters can, also and not even me? just for a classroom teacher for adults what you, you model can. matters say um, it
1: again that's a word
0: yes <laughs> what you model huh tap three people <laughs> okay on your row. And say what you model matters, okay? Yeah. Because and no, and 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 I can attest to it. Um, my current uh, division head is really intentional, and I'm so grateful for her. She's really intentional with um, uh, drawing lines of demarcation, right? Like she's really intentional about saying, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, this is these are your requirements," and we all know this, but please step away. I am so grateful for her. She, this summer, um, we, she needed to send emails. And so she would shoot out a text and be like, hey guys, I sent this email, but we're still on summer. So please don't check in until, um, you know, August 30th when we go back for teacher work week. She was, guys, I'm just giving you a heads up that it's there, but please don't go look at it. You know, that's your choice. Or she'll say, you know what I'm saying? You please feel free to go into the building if you want you're mm-hmm. not contractually required to show up until august 30th. she goes, "Please enjoy your your last week of summer or whatever." Like she's just so intentional even yeah. on Fridays. Like she'll she comes through the hallways every Friday faithfully as long as she you know she's there and she'll say, "Hey, um guys, like our contractual time is like 3:45 or something like that. 3:30. <laughs> it's 3:15 <315. laughs> like once all the kids are safely gone, she's like, "Go home. It's Friday. Please go home." Like, yeah, y'all, y'all don't sit here. And it's just, I appreciate just her intentionality around like drawing those lines. Like, yes, you guys are amazing educators. And of course, yes, you want to get better and do all these things. She goes, but w- you can't um, show up for kids if you're exhausted and depleted. And so I, mm-hmm. it, it's just what you model. And she does it herself. She, there are times when she's just like, guys, I don't have it. I won't be here, please use your days. I, we don't expect you to run at full capacity all year. <laughs> clear, and, you know what right and so I, I I am super grateful to be under that kind of leadership because it's not always yeah. that way. I've seen the complete opposite where they want you to be there, want you to be on call from uh, uh, 7 a.m. until 8 p.m., um, for okay. parents and things like I've, I've been there, done that. And it's, and it's not fun and it's exhausting. And I knew it was time for me to leave when I had a whole panic attack in my kitchen. I just, I could not. And so yeah. I'm just really grateful. But that whole modeling aspect is so important. And just, uh, just as a leader, like we have to, we can't preach it and not do it. So,
2: yeah,
0: that's a word. <laughs> okay. Pack the collection plate. Pack the
2: collection plate. Yeah, man, I I feel that, and you know, going back to slavery, right, and how and just, well just generational trauma. Period. Mm. I I really feel like our generation, maybe like folks who are from what? Let me not. There's a generation of people <laughs> who are putting and prioritizing mental health, um, and and yes. wellness, and I am so excited for the next generation of folks who are coming up and kids who aren't haven't even been birthed. like, can you imagine what it, would, what it would have been like if we would have been able to, at least me, if I would have been able to go to therapy, like as a norm, when I was little, when I experienced things or just period, I had people yep. to talk to and express what was going on in my mind. And now like what, what I would, I pray occurs is like through this movement of like rest that these next generation of of young people will come up saying no no no. it's okay for me to say no it's okay for me to take time Mm -hmm. like because i want to be a good leader to to my to the to the folks who i'm in charge of like from a servant perspective so i hope that kamisha that you're able to in whatever space that you're in that you're able to model that for For your kids and your classroom that Sky you're able to do that and that I'm going to try my best to do that for for the kids that I'm in front of day to day too like speak that to them and do it and model it so that they can see that it's normal
1: yeah like you said we need to we need to uphold people like Naomi and Simone Um, and Serena and we need to be like that is absolutely what you do especially as black women Yep. Like okay. no is a complete sentence. Yep. It's a whole.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a
1: whole complete sentence. Just and, no. Yep. And sometimes you just have to say no and walk away. The, the other thing we do is like, oh, Or even in my team um, meetings last week, there was a lot of, I'm um, like, we just, I'm sorry, and I apologize for everything from mm-hmm, crying mm-hmm. to running late to. I gotta take this phone call, and I was like, "Y'all, we gonna stop. We gotta yep. stop with this. I'm sorry about things that you yep. know are not to be apologized for." So it's interesting to me that the pandemic I feel gave us an opportunity to reset, to rest and refresh. And Asia, you touched on like social media, and it seems that the antithesis of what we're conversing about is that people were like, people created this narrative in the last year or two of all these side hustles and making millions and you could do this and you could do that and work from home and all of these things. And I would say it's one of the least helpful things currently in the back of my mind because I'm just like, was I supposed to be doing more during that time? Like, Mm -hmm. was I not supposed to be chilling and
0: napping? And
1: like... I right myself, was I supposed to like write a book and create a business <laughs> and get my PhD? All right,
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: So it's just I don't, I don't know what the solution is. Neither. Other than, I, I mean, maybe for myself. Maybe again, speaking for myself, right? I should just. I think boundaries i think i need to have better boundaries
2: yep agreed and uh, like culture and habits are created just with consistency and there will always be a narrative in america just because of the culture of power of individuality and overworking and like
1: capitalism, capitalism.
2: Yeah. Just, it's just ingrained in, in the country right and so that's cool like that can be that and in some ways we ascribe to, to those things as well sometimes but like they're also we also need to work on this this other narrative that's just as strong just as powerful and in a lot of ways a lot more healthy for us and for the people that we lead that like yes you must lead well and efficiently and effectively and in order to do that you have to fill your cup you
0: have to. So. It, it You're absolutely right. I think um, for um, a lot of people, it's just, at, at one time, it just wasn't um, put into the forefront. Prime example, uh, corporations like Google and Apple and like Ferrara, the candy company, they have built into these offices, obviously pre-COVID, built into these offices <laughs> um, where they have like these resting rooms. Right? Mm -hmm. Like they may call them napping pods, they call them whatever. But they are um, encouraging and to a degree expecting their employees to break away from what they're doing to go and reset for 15 minutes. There, There is like That's actual true. scientific proof that 15 minutes away from what you're doing, whether you nap, whether you go sit and meditate, whether you sit in silence, whether you sit outside in the sun, it's just 15 minutes away from your work increases the productivity of their um, they're workers. And so it's like, if we, if we have this knowledge, why isn't the narrative of rest? Why isn't the narrative of breakaway? Why isn't the narrative of um, take a break louder? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I guess we, we've already touched it, right? It's, it's capitalism. It's the, the grind culture is especially, you know, within black culture, like we got to grind cause we got to make it cause we got to get up out of insert what you need to get up right. out of here. <laughs> 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 that could be anything at this point, you know, the hood, the, whatever it is for you, yeah. you just, you insert what yeah. you need to get out of. Right. And so we are, um, you're right. It's cultural for us to get up and and to grind and to have seven side hustles because you know we didn't work too hard to be X Y and Z anymore and just all these things. But it's like. Yeah, that's cool, but as like you mentioned earlier, um, Kamisha, it's not sustainable. Like, yeah, you can you can do that through your twenties and through your thirties, and for some people, maybe even forties. But it's but it's like the wear and tear on your your physical body, the wear and tear on your mind, the wear and tear on your spirit, the wear and tear on your being is detrimental in the long run and so and i think we we have a generation the generation before us where they they did work like hebrew slaves and they did mm-hmm. um you know grind so hard and so like now you know what i'm saying they're tired they're you know what i'm saying and like yeah okay they retire and some may go and do all the things they wanted to do when they were working but it's like why does it have to be a this or why can't it be a this mm-hmm. and and Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I want to um, build generational wealth for kids or no kids or just build generational wealth for my family. But why can't I do that and vacation? Why can't I do that and take a nap? Yeah. (laughs) Why can't I do that and not do anything? Maybe I just want to sit on my porch and stare at nature. Like, why can't I do the things that fill me up? and build whatever it is i'm building and i think that's where this um this new um revolution this new uh um self-care at the forefront is teaching us this And i heard the other day on the radio that serena um was like no she's not doing the next um i can't even remember which uh, she
1: did she did just um decide not to do one I don't yes which one I can't remember
0: was. which right but she was just like nope I'm not gonna do it I'm still going to um rest and recoup from this I think she like tore like a hamstring or something and she's like no I'm not I'm not participating and guess what? It's okay because that does not take away from her greatness. That does not take away from who she is, all she has worked hard to establish. And let's just be honest, like, she she didn't work hard to build her empire. She can choose not to and totally be okay. And right. so it's like, why can't, you know what I'm saying, us that are not as in her position, why can't we do the same? If I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. And it should be completely okay. Yeah.
1: No, so, like that's it. Yeah. And it's interesting to when you say that and I we go back to like our moms, our grandmas, our families like I can tell my parents struggle sometimes when I'm like yeah, I'm just whatever it is. Sometimes I'll be like what did you do this weekend? Nothing. Well, did you clean? No, I didn't. No. no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I just chilled or yeah, I can tell that even something as simple as, I'll be honest, y'all, I don't think I cooked this week. I don't think I cooked. And I'm like, well, I mean, I fed myself. But again, like, generationally, that's like, what do you mean?
0: Right. What do you mean
1: you didn't cook? <laughs> like, you have food in your house and you didn't cook it? Yep. yep. Oh. Yep. Okay. Your bathroom needs to be clean and you haven't done it? Or you got three piles of laundry and, like... I mean, last weekend I was like, "Well, I washed them. They just—they're not folded." And right now, and to, I mean, say it again. but I washed. They washed. They, they clean.
0: clean. They clean, and they clean. that's 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 what my my spoons allotted me to do.
1: Shout out to a king size bed. I can still <laughs> sleep in the bed yeah. and have clothes on, on the,
0: bed. the bed. That's all I'm saying. That's so yes. That was the capacity <laughs> of my spoons right there was to wash them, not fold them.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's good that's
2: good and so you know for the folks who are the audience and for i don't know our kids and our even i'm thinking about like our siblings people our nieces and Mm. nephews like man we we gotta this is this is important this is important work um and i hope that folks really take time to think through this and how it applies to their personal lives and what their needs are I'm, I'm not saying like be lazy now but I am <laughs> saying,
1: like <laughs> rush no no I mean you're right Yeah, it's a, it's a delicate balance yep. it's a delicate balance cause some days as you can be like
2: okay I, I can tell myself alright you need to get on up cause you've been resting
0: <laughs> a little bit too fast. <laughs> Right, so it's been three weeks now.
1: Three weeks. <laughs> hey, stop! <sorry>, you stop.
0: <laughs> Listen, I I hear you. I I got you.
2: <laughs> but ultimately, you know, we are very hard workers, and we and we and we try to lead with purpose as servants. And so, if we rest, I think that we'll we'll be better for it. And like I said, the people that we lead will be better for it. So, like women, yeah.
1: Yeah, and just remembering that I think it's important that you don't need a title. Like, as I've listened to you all, like, you're leading, whether you, whether it is a classroom, whether it is I'm leading as an aunt or an older sister, like, you're yeah, right. Like, that's good. We are naturally leaders, and people need to understand, like, it doesn't have to be a title or a place or a space because someone is always looking at us.
0: That's good. That is good. It doesn't um, it's not exclusive for principals, CEOs, um, mm, you know, yeah. those kind of leadership. Because oftentimes when we hear leadership, right, we automatically go to those top level positions. Um, but it's not exclusive to those. A, a stay at home mom is a leader. Right. Yeah. A um, somebody that mm-hmm. manages the McDonald's is a leader. If you want to be quite honest, the cash, the cashier is a leader. You know what I mean? Like y- you're dealing with people. Come on. Um, and so it's not exclusive to uh, position, person. Yeah. You are a leader in your right. And so, um, you know what I'm saying? But if you just want to be honest, and I, and I um, this came up in a uh, PD I did over the summer. Uh, if you just want to be honest, uh, rest is a human right. Mm-hmm. And so um, you don't need permission to rest. It is. It is your humanistic right for living and existing and being. It, it, that's your right is to rest. So we we don't need any parameters. We don't need any any uh, causes. We don't need. No. It is your human right to rest.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yep. That's so good. This was a good conversation.
0: This was
2: ladies. a solid conversation. I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Thank you, I'm so glad we got to put this out into the into the
0: atmosphere <laughs> <And> facts <laughs> facts like man, this is great facts yeah. well, thank you so much for joining us um here at this like you said, this has been amazing um super super grateful for your um school of thought your um expertise in this for sure
2: thank you, and I appreciate you, mm-hmm. ladies too for this special. thank you.
1: Thank you, everyone, again, for joining us. Thank you for supporting us. Hope you gathered some great notes from this episode. As always, I'm Kamisha.
0: I'm Sky. School is in session.